Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Deacon Hoover Radio Network. This is Adam. With me, as always, is the Deacon of Real Estate, the star of the show, Alex Deacon himself. Alex, how are you doing today, sir? Alex is doing awesome, and I look forward to this uh, this session. It's going to be good stuff. I think this is going to be a good one. We're going to talk today, guys, about quick flip tips. And if you say that fast three times, quick flip tips, quick flip tips, quick flip tips. Well, you're good. You are good. Ah. Uh, I think I earned a beer on that one. No, uh, let's see. So what we're going to do today, guys, is we're we're going we're gonna to give you some tips on what to look for when you walk into a to a property that you're thinking about investing in. Uh, Alex, you have some tips for us. I do, and the reason I brought this up is just this morning. Okay, I was actually in one of the properties that I just purchased. Okay, but I wanted to walk through like what I look for because a lot of times you don't have you you don't have a whole lot of time to make a decision. Like some of these, you know, you might buy at the share sale. Some of these are um, auction properties. Some of these are just on the market, and the market is so hot that you literally don't have hours or days to make up your mind. So you have to walk through it quickly, assess it, come up with a value, do a structural, you know, um, inspection on it, look at the roof. You have to do all that because. A lot of these times you don't have the opportunity to do any sort of inspections after the fact. You either buy it or you don't. And in a way, I would think that you know, and I know we keep bringing this up almost in every in in every uh, every podcast that we do. But this is another instance where I feel like the the rule of thumb that you always talk about, just smashing the rule of thumb, this fits into it perfectly. You know, because you you it is so time sensitive. It's almost like you need that you need to trust your instincts to make that immediate decision. Yeah, you do. You need to trust your instincts, and again, instincts is something that you build like muscles, and you just have to continually exercise those muscles, so that this just comes with time. So, I'm in this house today. Now, this is one we bought already, but it was a few weeks ago. I had to zip through it really quickly. So, I went through it. There's no electric on. I got my little flashlight on my phone. I mean, I could see it's during the day, but you're in the basement. There's things you can't see. So, I'm walking through it today, just kind of testing myself on what did I see two weeks ago that maybe I, I'm seeing more today. Because what happens is you tend, at least I do, I tend not to see certain things. I tend to look at things with the glass half full. Mm-hmm. And that gets you in trouble when you're trying to sell it because, oh, you went over budget because you didn't see this, this, and this. So I have to step back. Sometimes it's best if you can walk through a property a second time. But so, again, sometimes you don't have that opportunity. So... I walked through the house today. Um, I took a picture of the driveway needs some work. So I'm thinking, okay, I kind of missed that. The driveway's kind of rough. That's going to affect the value and the curb appeal. There's some concrete work that needs done. I kind of missed that. I walked up to the front door. I saw pretty much what I saw the first time, so I was pretty pretty happy about that. I got into the front door. Stepped in the living room. I saw that there's some patchwork needed. There's paint needed. The hardwood floors need to be finished. I was cool with that. I saw that. I walked in the kitchen. I took some pictures. I did all these. I take pictures of all this stuff, and then we download them on Google Docs or Google Drive. So I can share them with my partners, or I refer back to them when I'm doing, like, estimates and stuff like that. So I walked through the kitchen. It's kind of what I thought it was going to be. They're solid wood cabinets, probably 1960-ish in really good shape they can either be cleaned up or we can uh, replace all the hardware paint them white do new countertop new appliances it'll look like a new kitchen so right on there I was on point I didn't miss anything there 
I went into the basement, noticed that the furnace is kind of old, and here's what you have to look for when you're buying a property and you're going to rent it out or live there. It's okay if the furnace is marginal or if it maybe is going to break, right? It's, it's not going to last. But when you're selling it on the retail market, that buyer is most likely going to have a home inspection. And that furnace is going to come up and it's probably going to be a darn issue. I mean, it happens every time. We get nailed every time. So I'm looking at it like, well, then I better budget for a couple thousand dollars there. Because that furnace could, could be good or could be bad. And then I went outside and looked at the AC unit and that sucker's old too. So, I mean, I might be budgeting for three or four grand here. So that's something I missed the first time through. And if I'm only going to make $20,000 on this flip, and it's $4,000 for those two items, I mean, do the math, you know? And that's just one item that I might have overlooked, or you just can't possibly know if it's good or bad right. until you run it and get the utilities on and such. And like you said, I, you know, when you see something a second time, just like I think that's any of us, you, you know, if you're, if you're at home, you're trying to find a shirt can't find it. Go into your closet a second time. It's right there in front of your face, you know, because you're, tr so, you're trying to gather so much information at once. And, you know, it sounds like that if you have the luxury of getting that second, that second look at the house, take it so that you can, you know, can use your instincts mm -hmm. and, and, and figure out on your budgeting side what it's going to be. And what if you don't have that luxury? Well, that's what happened when we bought this property is I didn't have that luxury and I had to look at about 30 properties that day. So, you know, I had to make a split decision and we got the property a good enough price where I could afford to, I had some lateral movement on as far as price and mistakes that I could make. So anyway, I'm continuing my walk through the house. Um, the basement's clean, it's dry. I looked at the four foundation walls, you know, front, back, left, right, make sure there's no cracks, no bowing, and it was in really good shape. Uh, obviously there's some frozen pipe issues because like I said in the living room there was plaster that was down I could look up and see the copper was was split so I budgeted for two or three grand and just plumbing work because I know if it's split there it's split probably in six or seven other places yeah. um, so so far so good I'm probably you know 90% where I should be and then I walked into the uh, bedrooms and the bathroom needs gutted. I knew that. So that's about four grand to gut the bathroom. New, new ceramic towel, everything all new. Three bedrooms, hardwood floors, windows are good. Go in the backyard, see some landscaping. Look up at the roof. Now here's another one. The roof looks good. It's not leaking. I can tell it has age on it. I can tell it's probably 20 years old maybe. And a home inspector is it's going to create some doubt in the buyer's mind. So we may be giving some sort of credit for, you know, the age of the roof. Just, again, you got to keep that in mind. These are things you don't think of when you're painting a rosy picture and you're just looking at, I'm going to pay X, it's going to cost me Y to fix it up, and I'm going to sell it for Z. Now, you're going to pay X, Y is probably going to be more than you thought, and you're probably going to sell for less than you thought and things are going to come up on home inspections. So what could be a twenty or $30,000 profit could end up being five or 10, just that, that easy, that quickly. Wow, that's amazing. Well, because when you hit the nail on the head, we always do look at things through rose-colored glasses at first. Mm -hmm. you know? um, so I, I do like that if you can. Um, one thing that I pulled out too is, you, know, you mentioned loading everything up on Google Drive, sharing it with uh, some of your partners. I think the one thing that, you know, kind of tying into to quick flip tips is, 
use I mean we have a lot of technology out there we talk about it all the time Google Earth Google Maps you know uh, you know using Google Drive it's not like we're trying to spawn you know give Google any more advertising than it needs but they got their shit together they have fantastic technology that we we could utilize to help us make money right right absolutely so I hope that is is somewhat helpful for people I mean that's I'm gonna do a full 30 or 40 minute version of that and we'll go through like what you you literally have five minutes to do this sometimes, but I can break down those five minutes into like forty or thirty or forty minutes. So what what we're gonna do, guys, is we're gonna end this short session now. We wanna make sure you go to dhrea.com forward slash learn. We're gonna have a full audio session of our quick flip tips. In the meantime, it's your job to say quick flip tips three three times fast. Uh, make sure that you are subscribing to Deacon Hoover Radio on all of your platforms, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Spreaker. Uh, look for us on YouTube as well. Make sure you're going to dhre.com. Uh, and guys, we will see you next time.